Thanks for joining us on the Father's House Podcast, where we are bringing hope and impacting our community by leading people into a growing relationship with Jesus. We're so glad you're here, and wherever you're listening from, we believe your life will be transformed through this week's message. So let's jump right into it. Wow. He is more than able. He is more than able. Go ahead and take a seat. I want to thank you for coming out today, being a part of the last service that we'll have here in 2023. Where'd the year go, huh? Wow. For some of us, it's been a year that we've said, "Yeah, I'm kind of glad to see it go. We're going to talk about that a little bit today and what God would maybe say to that. But before we do that, let's do our Bible confession. So whatever you have, your Bible, your smartphone, whatever it is that you would hold up, and let's say, this is my Bible. It is the Word of God. It is life to me. Today, I receive the Word. I confess. My mind's alert. My heart's receptive. I am obedient. I'll never be the same again. In Jesus' name, amen. Father God, today, Lord, I ask that you would speak through me. Lord, I ask that you would continue to guard my throat and my voice. And Father, let your words come out. Not my words, but your words. And let us all be changed by the reading and the hearing of your word today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. All right. So today, I'm going to sit down probably through most of this. This is a little different. Most of y'all used to me up running around the whole time I'm up here. So just kind of pray for me as you hear this word today. I'd like to talk to you today for a few minutes about resolutions versus real change. So I'm going to read to you some 2023 January New Year's resolution tweets. Jamal writes, just broke my, broke my resolution not to eat a whole pizza after saying it's not that great two bites in. <laughs> Honey Mist Auburn says, already broke a 2023 resolution Good thing that another resolution is to start resolutions over. Another person wrote, wow, I broke mine at 10 a.m. because I said I would stop sleeping in till 10. This one I really like. Dan, a lot of people are exercising for their New Year's resolution. I'm watching a show I don't like because the remote fell on the floor. <laughs> yeah, <coughs> I can get with that one. Not the nanny wrote. Don't post your New Year's resolution to social media. Two months from now, when you're elbow deep in a bag of Cheetos, you don't need anyone asking how your marathon training is going. <laughs> Wife to husband. This one might be mine. Your resolution this year should be to listen to me better. Me? Bacon would be great, thanks. <laughs> so resolutions, unfortunately, were made to be broken. We know that. You know, you've made them. You've broken them. Um, resolutions are just that. There's something that we think we ought to do. Today you have a blank sheet of paper, and we're really just going to have one point, because I want you to open your mind to hear what God would say to you. At the bottom of your note sheet, though, I'd like for you, there's lines on there, if not, but highlight one line, and before you leave today, write one next step that God is leading you to in 2024. My question to you today is real easy. How was your year? How was your 2023? We're going to look at a couple different psalms today, um, both written by King David at different times of his life. And everyone here, and those of you that are watching online, I'm sure that you can identify with one or two of these psalms. The first one is Psalms 145, and we're reading both of these from the message today. 
I lift you high in praise, O God, my King. I bless your name into eternity. I bless you every day, and I keep it up from now to eternity. God is magnificent. He can never be praised enough. There are no boundaries to his greatness. Generation after generation stands in all of your work. Each one tells stories of your mighty acts. Your bounty and splendor have everyone talking. I compose songs about your wonders. Your marvelous doings are headline news. I can write a book full of the details of your greatness. The fame of your goodness spreads across the country. Your righteousness is on everyone's lips. God is all mercy and grace, not quick to anger, is rich in love. God is good to one and all. Everything he does is soaked through with grace. You know, as I read this, it sounds to me like David was having a pretty good year when he wrote this, right? It's all about God. Things are great right now. Things are great in the nation of Israel. Things are great in my life. I just want to write songs and praises to you. That may have not been your year. Let's read another psalm. This one is Psalm 55, again from the message. Open your ears, God, to my prayer. Don't pretend you don't hear me knocking. Come close and whisper your answer. I really need you. I shudder at the mean voice, quail before the evil eye, as they pile on the guilt, stockpile angry slander. My insides are turned inside out. Specters of death have me down. I shake with fear. I shudder from head to foot. Who will give me wings, I ask, wings like a dove. Get me out of here on dove wings. I want some peace and quiet. I want to walk in the country. I want a cabin in the woods. I'm desperate for a change from range, from rage and stormy weather. Maybe that was more your year this year. You say, you know what? I just really run, want to run away and hide. Get away from it all. Everything that's happened, I don't understand it. I don't know if I can do it again. God help me. Sounds like David was very, very overwhelmed this year. As I look at our family this year, if I had to scale it emotionally how this year has been for my family, I'd probably scale it on a three to four. I personally, either through doing funerals or, or, or family and friends, have been involved with 20 deaths this year. Ten of those were close family and friends. Two of these persons, my wife provided end-of-life care, one to the minute that she died. These events triggered a lot of other consequences in our lives, changes in income, emptiness, questions about the strength of our faith, the power of our prayers. You know, when you pray for someone to be healed, and then they're not healed, you begin to question. We begin to ask God, is it something in me? Is my faith not strong enough? If that's you today, and you're struggling with a prayer that you have prayed, and God has not answered it the way you think you've prayed, I'm here to tell you today, it has nothing to do with your faith not being strong enough. Don't question yourself. Don't question your faith. Do not beat yourself up. We have to find the strength within ourselves and within the Word of God to say, God, not my will, but your will. He loves you. He's here today. He has not abandoned you in 2023, and he walks strong with you with you in 2024 as we move forward. So all through this year, my wife and I, we had choices, right? Okay, I love, you know, The Rock, option A or option B, right? You know, guys know that movie, some of you? Option A, option B, okay. So we would choose 
you know, option A is this. We could choose to stand on the promises in the Scripture, like this one in Isaiah, and I love this, these verses in Isaiah. This is Isaiah 43, um, 2, and then parts from 3 and parts from 4. When you have troubles, I am with you. When you cross the river, you will not be hurt. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. The flames will not hurt you. That's because I, the Lord, am your God. I, the Holy One of Israel, am your Savior. You are precious to me. I have given you a special place of honor. I love you. For those of you that are struggling right now, that have struggled in 2023, that are saying, I don't know if I can do this again in 2024, I would love for you to go home today and print out Isaiah 43, 2, 3, and 4. Print it out. Put it somewhere where you can look at it every day. Read it. Claim the promises. When you're down on your knees praying, pray this scripture back to God. He wrote this for you. Pray scripture. Claim this scripture in your life. Now, option B was this. We could have begun to think that God had quit listening or answering our prayers. We could begin, we could begin to voice this, you know, again. When we begin to voice negative things, that's when Satan begins to use our words against us. And we could let Satan drop the biggie thought bomb that God is mad at us and punishing us. Anybody else ever have that thought in their mind? That the things that are going wrong with me, it must be me, I'm bad, God doesn't love me, he's punishing me. Please don't tell me I'm the only one out here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. But I want you to know that more on thought bombs, I want you to go back into our archives on our website and listen to Pastor Terry's teaching on December 10th, and he will explain a little bit more about the thought bombs that Satan likes to use. So what do you think we did in our life? All right, let me tell you this. My rock, my strength, next to Jesus Christ, my wife chose option A, of course. You guys know her very, very well. Me, I chose... Well, yeah, I kind of went back and forth, but I didn't let Satan drop that biggie thought bomb into my spirit. I didn't let him ruin me with thinking that God was punishing me. So as you look back on 2023, maybe you met, maybe you kept and made and broke some New Year's resolutions. Maybe you nailed them really well. Maybe you set and achieved them, set and didn't reach goals. But no matter which group you're in, we all need to do a few things as we move forward into 2024. We need to recharge, we need to reset, we need to restart. Let me say those again. We need to recharge, we need to reset, and we need to restart. So as we look at what recharge means, in recharge we need to refuel our body, our mind, and our spirit. We need to settle in and get ready to launch again. We have to recharge our body. We've got to begin to take better care of our bodies, okay? This, again, this isn't, oh, I'm going to go on a diet and lose 20 pounds or whatever. This is really a mindset and a lifestyle of taking care of this temple that the Holy Spirit lives in. We have to refuel our mind. I want us to, in 2024, really take a close look at the media that we take in. All right, And trust me, I'm speaking to myself as much as you. The music that we listen to, the shows that we watch on TV, what we're looking at on YouTube, the movies that we're doing. Because as we take this stuff in, it settles into our mind. It settles into our spirit. And if we're not careful, we can begin to emulate some of the things that we're taking in. I mean, the old adage, right? Garbage in, garbage out. Well, so the opposite is true. Good things in, good things out. The Word of God says, right, whatever is pure, true, right, good, you know that verse, 
think on these things. So let's take that a little bit farther. Whatever is pure, whatever is good, whatever is right, whatever is true, watch and listen to these things as we move forward into 2024. When we reset, we need to set a new goal, okay? Because we can all be prone to complacency, right? If we don't reset, we may end up getting stuck or we may end up being comfortable in the current state that we're in. Be that state healthy or be that state unhealthy. You know, we can get very comfortable in the chaos of our life sometimes. We can get very comfortable in the sadness of our life, into the issues of our life. Because when we don't strive through the Word of God and the power of the Holy Spirit to move out of them, it becomes a lifestyle to us. You all know people that you've known them for 20, 30 years, you know, and, and everything you say, something is negative that comes back to them. It's a beautiful day out. Yeah, but it's going to rain later. Okay, it probably is going to rain later, right? Oh, how you feeling? Oh, I'm tired. Oh, I'm sore. Oh, I'm sick. But this is an ongoing, constant thing. It's because we get comfortable in that state of complacency. We get comfortable in that state of negativity. We need to restart. We need to get going again. See, it's okay to take time to recharge and to celebrate the victories. We want to celebrate those things that God is doing in our life. And as we talk about that, there's connection cards in front of you. And at the bottom of that connection card, there's a, pro a place for praise and prayer reports. We would love for you, especially as we move into 2024, let us know a victory that you had in 2023. We would love to celebrate that with you. So take your time today and grab that connection card and just write on there something good that God did for you in 2023. So again, we want to get going again. We recharge, we celebrate a victory, or maybe you're still bandaging a wound from 2023, and that's okay too. Put that down too, because we want to pray with you and believe in prayer for the answer that God has for you as we move into 2024. Maybe you are bandaging your wounds from the battle, but once we recharge and we reset, it is time to get going. Listen to this. A goal isn't accomplished solely by thinking about it. It takes action. I can write down all the goals in the world. I can have a great board and I write down the goals and, you know, old management style and put the time frame next to it, the action steps to get there. But if I don't take and move towards that, if I don't get to work and start doing something, all that is is a board that I'm looking at every day. It will never come to fruition in my life. Without plan or action, a goal is simply a wish. Let me say that again. Without a plan or without action, a goal is simply a wish. We have to be willing to work. See, our journey is never, ever finished. Our salvation is a free gift. As one of my brothers reminded me this morning, after that, it's time to get to work. There are things that we have to do. American writer Ralph Marston wrote this, Reset when you're weary. Refresh and renew yourself, your body, your mind, your spirit. Then get back to work. See, again, a lot of times we want to rest on the good that's happened. Or sometimes we want to rest and hide from the bad. But again, it is time to get back to work. 
Cool Mo D in the 80s simply said it like this, I go to work. <laughs> Some of you in your mind are saying, well, Tim, here I go again, setting myself up for failure. I've been there, didn't stick with it, got the failure t-shirt. But maybe you ask, but okay, this year, how do I know what goal to set? Do I just follow what's in my heart, my heart's desires, or, you know, and maybe do it? Or maybe end up elbow deep in that bag of Cheetos two months from now while people are asking me how my marathon training's going? I'm here to tell you, no, that's not the answer today. Again, um, Mer Ralph Marston also wrote, every day you are motivated by your desires. So it pays to invest yourself in understanding where they come from and where they're likely to take you. Think about that. Where do your desires come from? The desires of your heart. Do they come from just purely material things? Do they come from the Word of God? Do they come from time spent with God? Where are our desires? And not only that, where will those desires take you? If our desires aren't coming from God, where are they going to take you? You might say, but, you know, I'm saved, so the desires of my heart. But Jeremiah 17, 9 tells us this, the heart is deceitful above all things, and it is extremely sick. Who can understand it fully and know its secret motives? We've all been there. We're serving God. Things are going well. But then all of a sudden, something kind of bad creeps in. And you're saying, where did that come from? Where'd that thought come from? Where'd that action come from? Where'd that reaction to someone who said something to me come from? You know, you plan it out, right? I'm not going to say that again. I'm not going to do that again. And then it just happens again. Sometimes it's because the desires of our heart are, are, are coming from this deceitful place because we haven't fully just given ourselves over to God. So this year, instead of giving in to what your heart wants and deciding what I want to change, right? Because isn't that really what a resolution is? It's really not maybe what God wants. A resolution is I want to change this. I want to lose 20 pounds. I want to pack on some more muscle. I want to get a better job. I want this. I want that. It all comes back to I. But here I'd like you to change your paradigm this year. And I'd like you to say, God, what inside of me do you want to change? Not what do I want to change, especially external things. But God, internally, what do you want to change? And it all starts by praying Psalm 139, 23 through 24. It's the search me prayer. For some of you that have been around church for a long, long time, this is actually a song, right? Search me, O God, and know my heart today. You know that one, Miss Roberta? I knew you did. I can see my mom sitting at the piano when I was a kid singing that song during altar call. But the verse reads like this. Search me thoroughly, and this is from the Amplified. O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. Let's just hold right there for a minute because the Amplified Version has anxious thoughts. As I was looking into the different translations, this one hit me hard because I've never really seen the anxious thoughts before. So not only is David saying, God, search me and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. What makes me anxious today? Anxiety often comes from a place of fear. What am I fearing that is driving this anxiety? What am I afraid of? 
What am I afraid of not accomplishing? What am I afraid of that I'm doing that someone else is going to find out? What are those anxious thoughts? I can't control it. I don't know what to do. See, it comes back to that I, I, I. God is here to say today, I want to put my peace inside of you. I don't want you to concentrate on these anxious thoughts. David goes on to write, and see if there is any wicked or hurtful way in me. Again, the Amplified says the or hurtful way in me. I had to really pause on that one when I was um, reading and, 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 and writing this teaching. Because I've always just read it, see if there be, you know, the song says, see if there be any wicked way in me. Okay. For most of you out there, it's probably not wicked ways in you. You're probably not waking up in the morning with some evil plan to overthrow the world, right? You're not waking up thinking about doing something mean to someone on purpose. We're not waking up with just some evil thought to get back at someone. But God said, Tim, you have hurtful ways inside of you. Are the ways that you respond to people hurtful? Do you not listen? Do you talk when you shouldn't be listening? Do you respond out of maybe a place of hurt rather than responding in Christ's love? And has this become a pattern in your life where someone says this and you respond like this? So we have to see if we have any hurtful ways in me. But see, the psalmist just doesn't leave us hanging in negativity and Oh my gosh, God, I am anxious. Um, you searched my heart. You tested me. Now I'm all anxious. I'm wicked. I'm hurtful. David writes, no. But then God, lead me in your everlasting way. And what's his everlasting way? His everlasting way is peace. It's love. It is reaching out to someone else in love. It's reaching out to someone to say, how can I help you? What can I do to serve you? Because a lot of times, as we reach out to serve others, the problems that we have in our own life somehow don't seem so bad. Okay? Now, I am not a proponent of this. Oh, I sprained my ankle. Well, I'll be glad you didn't break it. I'm sorry, I'm not a proponent of that because that does not make my sprained ankle feel any better at all. Okay? It just doesn't. However, when we look at the bigger picture and we see the deep hurts and problems that others have sometimes the littler things that we are going through don't seem as big even though they're still there even though they're still hurtful to us sometimes they're just not as bad and if we can reach out to someone else if we can just help someone else sometimes that makes us feel just a little bit better in our own circumstance now, I'm not going to guarantee that following these steps just guarantees you a perfect trouble-free year. We know that's not true. The Bible tells us in this world you will have trouble. You will have trials. You will have tribulations. Look at the walk that Jesus had. He walked perfect. He walked upright. He walked in love. Every time he turned a corner, there was trouble coming at him from somewhere. But when we give God permission to put the desires of his heart into our heart, we will be on the path in 2024 that leads us to individually and then corporately fulfill our TFH mission. And can we say that again one more time? We are bringing hope and impacting our community.
by leading people into a growing relationship with Jesus. Let's just hang that screen right there for a second. Because we say this every Sunday, and it's almost like, you know, when you, you know, if you say the Lord's Prayer out loud every day or something, something like that, uh, or when we were little and we used to say the Pledge of Allegiance in school. Guys used to say the Pledge of Allegiance in school. Sometimes it can almost become rote, right? Like we don't really think about the words. But think about this. We are bringing hope. This world needs hope. I need hope. I'm sure you need hope in some certain circumstance. And impacting our community by leading people to a growing relationship with Jesus. As they grow, as we grow, we find that hope. And hopefully that hope goes out and finds others. See, to do this effectively as a church family, we all have to be growing individually from the inside out. All right? Again, back to that prayer, search me, O oh God, what's inside of me? See, personal growth spiritually equals TFH growth as a corporate. As we individually get healthier, TFH becomes healthier. As God shows you on the inside what needs to be cleaned up, I want to give you some next steps to help keep you on your 2024 God growth journey. But before we do that, I want you to watch this 2023 TFH recap video.
Yes. Let's celebrate that. So I've been honored for the last, I don't know, three, four, five years to be able to bring the end of year teaching, recap what we've done in, in the year. We had a response a year or two ago from someone that said, oh, it just sounds like a commercial for the church. And in a way it is. Because I want you to see the good things that TFH accomplishes because of you. <coughs> because of your involvement, your giving, your love, giving out, impacting our community, and leading people into a growing relationship with Jesus. I celebrate you this morning. But you know what? We can't rest on what we did in 2023. We've got to restart, and we've got to get that new goal, right? Some of you say, Tim, you guys are always talking about next steps, but I'm saved. I come to church semi-regularly. I'm on the right track to heaven. Check out this quote from Will Rogers. Even if you're on the right track, you can get run over if you just sit there. Think about that, right? Get run over. We don't want to get run over in 2024. I know I don't want to get run over in 2024. So let's get moving. I want to hit, hit some of these next steps real quick, but I want you to write down, again, the one thing that God is telling you to do. So let's be regular attenders. And for a lot of you, you're saying, Tim, you're preaching at a choir. I am a regular attender. Thank you, thank you, thank you. For those of you online, thank you for being regular online attenders. Again, 2024, would love to get you into the house. But let's be regular attenders. You know, there's a survey, Barna, I think it's Barna, that a lot of people that feel that they are regular attenders come about two out of six Sundays, and they consider themselves to be regular attenders. I know people that are friends of mine that come three, four times a year, and if you see them out in, the, out in, you know, out in shopping or something, and you would ask them, hey, what church do you go to? Oh, I'm a member of the Father's house. Because they consider themselves just coming every now and then. So let's be a regular attender. You know, our average regular attendance last year was 483. I would like to see us really just break that just over the top in 2024. Let's be a bringer. You brought 331 first-time guests in 2023. I want you to set a goal, your own personal goal, to bring someone to church. Be that one person, two, five, ten. But let's set a personal goal. Let's ask Jesus, what's my goal this year on who I can bring? And then ask him. Ask him to show you, to bring you into relationship with people, to bring you into one-time meetings with people that you can bring to the Father's house. So we can fill this up so that people can have a life-changing experience with Jesus Christ. That's what it's about. It's not to say that we had 500 on campus or 700 on campus. It's to say that people experienced Jesus, and their lives and their eternities were changed forever because you reached out and said, come to church with me. Maybe your next step this year is to read the Bible through. We're going to do the same, um, the same Bible reading this year. You can scan that QR code. You can go on our website. Pastor Terry is suggesting that we all maybe pick a different version of the Bible to read through this year just to get a little bit different take on how Holy Spirit would speak to us. So again, scan that QR code. Maybe your next step is to begin a fasting lifestyle. 
Our corporate fast this year starts on January 8 and runs through January 28, 21 days of prayer and fasting. You'll be getting a video in the, in the morning to speak something about that particular day. Please see our website for more details on fasting and how you can fast. Maybe you become a regular tither. Again, we talked about the four lanes of giving. And you might say, well, Tim, you know, I, I, I can't afford to tithe, or I, I don't want to tithe, or I'm not sure tithing is, is for us today. Malachi 3.10 says this, I am the Lord all-powerful, and I challenge you to put me to the test. I Man, I love this verse, because he just starts out right with it, right? Pulling no punches. I challenge you, put me to the test, he says. Bring the entire 10% into the storehouse, so there will be food in my house. Then I will open up the windows of heaven and flood you with blessing after blessing. If you're having struggles with tithing, won't you do me a favor in 2024? Call me and set an appointment. I'd love to sit down and talk with you about tithing. Um, show you a plan where we can get you from where you are now to tithing 10%. It works. My wife and I put it into practice a bunch of years ago. It works. And God will bless you. We'd love for you to participate in giving in the legacy offering. Pastor Terry talked a little bit about that last week. Our legacy offering begins on January 1st and culminates on March 3rd. And he talked to you a little bit about the lanes and the amounts last week. Some of you, though, that may still need to complete your 2023 giving, you can give to the legacy offering today. Just mark legacy on that envelope today. Here's the big one, though, as we, as we move forward. Let's engage in the TFH community, right? We're all family and friends, right? We're all family. When we need prayer, we raise our hands and we want someone to pray for us or we want to pray for somebody else. Let's engage in the TFH family. Okay, so a lot of you know Top Gun is one of my favorite movies, right? And I just love the part where, you know, Ice is up there and he's just getting his butt kicked all over. And he's like, engage, Maverick, engage, engage, engage. And Maverick's like, no, nah, it's no good, you know. Talk to me, Goose, talk to me, and all like that, you know. And, and the, you know, the, the, the bad guys are getting closer to the ship. And he's like getting, getting, you know, he's crazy up there in battle. And he's like, engage, engage, engage. And then Maverick engages. And the guys on the ship are like, yeah, all right, Maverick's engaging. Do you know that's what we as a staff do when we see someone else new engage in the TFH community for the first time? We're like, yeah, they're engaging. And again, not so we can say we have 100,000 know, volunteers because the more you engage, the more we can impact our community, the more we can set the environment for somebody to come in and experience Jesus Christ and change their eternity, change their life. So we ask you to engage with us. We can't do this alone. You guys that are already volunteering, again, I salute you. I thank you so much. But let's grab somebody else. Whatever area you're serving in, find somebody that's not serving and say, hey, come serve with me. It's great. Let's engage in this community. One of the other ways we, we engage is to join a life group. I want to honor our, our Next Steps director, Tanya, because... Although we all work to do this, she oversees the culture that had 712 people sign up for a life group in 2023. Tanya, I honor you because you just knocked it out the park. If you weren't in a life group this year, I would encourage you to get into a life group. 
You may say it's cliched, but life is better in circles than in rows. We've had testimony after testimony after testimony. Talk to anybody that's been in a life group. That is the place where we can develop community. We can come together one to another. Our brotherhood and sisterhood. Go on the website for more information. We have a brotherhood breakfast on January 6th at 8 a.m. Guys, let's show up for this brotherhood breakfast. Sisterhood conference, March first and second ladies let's show up for this um in 2024 we're going to do a marriage retreat and um, there's information on the website there's an interest meeting january 7th after the second service right next door in the impact gym if you are interested in refreshing and renewing your marriage come to that interest meeting right there again we talked about joining a serving team we had 73 people go through and complete growth track this year I'd love to see that number about double next year and then begin to engage. <coughs> Excuse me. Maybe you need to talk to somebody who cares and will listen. Monday nights we have Celebrate Recovery, 6.15 p.m. And yes, every Monday night. Thank you, Celebrate Recovery, for being open on Christmas and being open on New Year's. Gave up their Christmas day with their family to be here to help people who are alone, who are hurting, who have issues, that have problems, and say, I have nowhere to go. The Father's House Celebrate Recovery. Thank you for the us. We have pastoral counseling. You can call me and set an appointment, and more than likely I'm going to meet with you, and then I'm going to refer you to one of our freedom coaches. We have 12 freedom coaches that are very skilled and versed in listening and hearing from God and looking through the Scripture and helping you with whatever issue it is that is going on in your life. We linked up with an organization called GLUE this year. GLUE is a, an organization that is associated with the American Association of Christian Counselors. It is a it's a search engine. So 2 a.m., somebody types in, I just had this terrible fight with my wife. I want a divorce. Instead of the top 10 divorce attorneys in Lake County coming up, this glue website comes up and basically says, we'd love to talk to you. And then they link that person. That person might write about that. They may say, I'm depressed. I'm angry. I don't know what to do. They then link that person with a local organization. Um, about 90% plus are churches. And we link up with that person, and we offer them hope through Jesus Christ. I want to honor Dawn, Dawn Welliver. Dawn has some physical problems that keeps her up at night. Most of these glue referrals come in between 10 p.m. and 4 a.m. She has some physical problems that keep her up at night. She monitors this, and she has answered every one of these within 30 or 40 minutes. We've had 62 glue matches from the community this year, and out of those, we've referred 18 to either phone calls and or face-to-face -face with our freedom coaches. So we are impacting our community, and you are helping us to do that. The last challenge I'd like to throw out to all of us this year is to win one or more than one person to Jesus Christ. I want you to pray over the next few days, maybe even during the fast, about God, who can I win to Jesus this year? Who he would lay on your heart? It might be a family member, it might be a friend, it might be somebody in your circle of influence. Ask him to lead you to the person that you can personally lead to Jesus Christ. As we wrap all this together, you know, it really comes back to the verse, the search me verse. Search me thoroughly, O God, and know my heart. Test me and know my anxious thoughts. See if there's any wicked or hurtful way in me and lead me 
in the everlasting way. See, maybe praying the search me prayer is your next step today. Maybe it's that and one other engagement. I don't know what God spoke to you today, but I want you to write down that next step on your connection card so that we can pray about that with you. And then write it down on your paper so that you can pray about it. If you write it on that connection card and we pray for you, that way in two months we can help get your elbow out of that bag of Cheetos. But you know, search me, O oh God, and know my heart. If you bow your heads with me today. Those of you that have already put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ, I'm talking to you right now. And I'd like to ask you that if you're willing to join me in praying that search me prayer and then allowing God to really speak to you. Because you know what? Most of us, well, let me not speak for you. I already knew what he was going to tell me and I didn't want to pray it. I already knew what I needed to get rid of. I didn't want to pray it, but I prayed it. And that's going to be my goal as I walk in 2024 to continue to pray that search me prayer. If that's you today, would you raise your hand? We're going to pray one for another. If you're willing to pray that search me prayer in 2024, I want to thank you for raising your hands. Heavenly Father, right now, we just say thank you. We say, Lord, as we open our hearts, show us what's inside of us that you want to change. Not the things we want to change, because some of the things that we know we need to change, we want to hide from you. But we can't hide from you. So, Father, we open our hearts to you and say, search me, O God, and know my thoughts today. See if there's any wicked or hurtful way in me, and then lead me in your everlasting way. Father, I ask for strength for everyone who raised their hand today to hear from you and then to act upon what you say our next step is. But as you think about the search me prayer, some of you already know what's missing in your heart, and that's a relationship with Jesus. Some of you have never placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. So if that's you today and you say, you know what, I did it my way in 2023, you know, Frankie said, I did it my way. My way is not always the best way. I would like to ask if anyone here would like to say, I want to try it God's way in 2024. I don't even maybe know what that means. I just want to try it God's way in 2024. Or maybe you say, you know, I need to come back and try it again in God's way in 2024. I want to pray for you. So if you just raise your hand, make eye contact with me. I want to pray for you today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Hands up all over the place. Thank you. Thank you. We're going to pray together as a family. We're all going to say this prayer out loud. I don't want anyone to ever have to say this prayer alone. So if you guys would just pray this with me. Dear God, I want to do it your way in 2024. I submit my will and life to you. Forgive me of the things I've done wrong. Lead me in your way. I submit to you. And as best as I can, I want to serve you. Fill me with your spirit so that I can love others better. In Jesus' name, amen and amen.
Thanks for joining us. If you said that prayer and surrendered your life to Jesus, it's the best decision you will ever make, and we would like to celebrate with you. We have some tools to help you on your journey. Simply text DECIDED to 352-329-2301. That's 352-329-2301. Join us next time as we continue to love God, love people, and make disciples.